I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend treated you well. Today is another Author's Corner check-in, where I update you on what the heck is going on behind the scenes. So grab yourself a coffee or a cup of tea, and let's catch up starting with today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that we have officially decorated for the holidays and I got myself holiday mugs, both for hot and iced coffee, which maybe is a little bit much. And I'm typing this while I'm drinking out of my coffee cup, my coffee, well, it's a bowl. So here's what happened. I wanted to get holiday mugs. I went to Target, I was looking around at the holiday mugs, everything was really cute, but in the mornings, I don't really drink like drip coffee, so I drink a cappuccino, which if you're a like formal cappuccino drinker like I am, like you have, it's a specific cup. It's a specific ratio of milk to espresso, a specific shape of the cup, and a mug will not do. So I needed a cappuccino cup, but you can't really buy a cappuccino cup at Target. But they did have these little festive holiday bowls, like I think for ice cream. They're a little bit bigger than a typical cappuccino cup, but they are pretty much the right shape and size. And so that's what I bought for myself. And honestly, it feels amazing to drink out of. So that's what I'm drinking out of this morning. And then my little iced coffee is just like a little bitty uh, Christmas tree iced cup, which is a lot easier to find. Very thrilled about those. <laughs> my thorn is that I did not meet my writing goal this week. We'll get into that a little bit later, but definitely the thorn. And my bud is that as I'm recording this, we are exactly one week away from our trip to Portland and I am pumped. So if you have Portland tips and want to send them to me, you can DM me at Sarah Jane Case or at the new podcast Instagram account at Enneagram and Coffee. I would welcome any and all recommendations. I have a pretty hefty list at this point, but I am especially interested in recommendations for downtown because it's where we're staying and we're trying, we have three days, we're trying to keep the trip as simple as possible, but any and all recommendations are welcome. Okay, let's dive headfirst into today's episode. So here's what I'm working on this week. This week I am going to be editing a lot because I am a bit behind on that part of the process. Typically I would edit on Tuesdays and I would be editing what I wrote the week before. However, I got kind of stacked up with traveling and blah, blah, blah. So I need to edit both chapters five and chapter six this week. I'm also writing chapter seven. So this actually works out pretty well because chapter seven has the most written already as it's my dominant type. So I've been writing for this type for my whole life and I have a lot to say about it. So this is gonna be the easiest chapter to write. So it's good because this is also the heaviest editing week for me, so great. So the plan I have right now is to write in the mornings and edit in the afternoons, as well as do all the other work that I have to be doing. So I have holiday launches that are going on, Vlogmas that's going on, and then holiday merch and 
all that good stuff. So all of that's gonna happen in the afternoons as well. When it comes to life updates, things that are just going on for me, honestly, is a lot of travel coming up. I didn't intend to jump this full swing into traveling again, but I do kind of feel like I need to warn you, like there's a lot of trips on the horizon. If you are new here, I was traveling so much in 2019. I was on a plane every month and sometimes two to three times a month. Sometimes I would fly from one city into another city before I would go home. Like it was like bananas for me. Then I got really, really sick at the end of the year. Pretty sure it was that which we do not speak of. And then I was traveling again in 2020 and then the world shut down. Because of that sickness that I got at the end of 2019, I was high risk for getting that sickness again, potentially. I don't know why I'm trying to avoid saying the word. I feel like iTunes isn't as, you know, on YouTube you can't say COVID because they'll like dock you. I think I can say it on the podcast. I think I've said it a million times on the podcast. Anyway. I'm pretty sure I had COVID in 2019 before we knew what COVID was. Then that like, kind of damaged my lungs in a pretty intense way. And in 2020, I was traveling again. And then I literally, the week I flew back from Palm Springs, speaking at Alt Summit, the world shut down. So I stopped. Because I had lung issues, I was high risk and I quarantined for the entire year. So until I got my vaccine in April of 2021, I did not see a soul that did not live in my home. So I didn't even grocery shop at the store. I went to Walgreens like maybe once, <laughs> like I didn't see anyone. I barely left my house. I ordered my groceries in. I ordered everything in, like did not go anywhere. So I'm a bit surprised at myself now to kind of have jumped as far back in to travel as I have. It was the plan, like this is what my therapist and I like dialogued about and planned to do. It's what I want to be doing. It was intentional because I shouldn't be surprised, but it does feel a little bit strange. So here's what's coming up. We have Portland in a week for Obi's birthday. Very excited about that. Again, I'll be working on this trip, but it's still, it's a fun trip. Then I'm going to Charleston to hide for a week. The week my book is due, my book is due in January. The week that it's due, I'm going to Charleston alone to basically not exist in the real world. I'm going to finish anything that needs to be finished on the book and just celebrate having written this book and just all of the work that I poured into it and just really experience that. I am very, very excited about that one. And then for my birthday in January, we're planning a trip to New Orleans at the end of January so that Obi and I can have a little birthday getaway together. And then in February, I will be going to Palm Springs with my two dear friends. They're renting a house there for a month and so I'm gonna go visit them for a few days while they're there. And so all of that being said, March will be the first month that I don't travel in almost half a year. I've been traveling almost every month for a little bit. So I think that I'm gonna try to not fill that month up. Like I'm gonna try and leave it blank. Just listen to how I'm feeling and make sure that I'm being proactive. In related news, I got my booster shot and my flu shot this past weekend. It took me out for about a day, but I feel so much safer. Like, I don't regret it. Definitely feel like it was the right choice. I didn't 
love feeling like not great for a day, but I love feeling safe <laughs> in my body. I was at a restaurant recently, a few weeks ago, and we were eating on the patio. And I never know whether I should put my mask on when the waitress comes to the table. It feels weird not to, but it feels weird too. So I just ask, like I asked the waitress, like if she minded that her masks were off when she came back and forth, because ultimately like she's the one who doesn't get to choose to be there. Like she's there to make a living. I'm there because it's my luck, a luxury item for me to get to go out to dinner. So yeah, so I would rather make her feel safe in her place of work. So I asked her, how do you feel about it? And she was like, oh, I am, how did she phrase it? She said, oh, no worry, I'm super vaxxed. I have the booster and everything. And I just love that feeling, that level of confidence of like, yes, I'm, I feel safe in my body. Yeah, that's what I want for myself. And that's what I feel like I have post booster. Finally, Vlogmas is happening. Day one is this Wednesday, two days from now. That means daily vlogs on YouTube until Christmas day. I am so excited. It's gonna be so much fun. It's just so cozy. It helps me to like be more present, honestly, in the holiday experience, to feel more festive. Really looking forward to that. In case you need a refresher, here is why Thrive Cosmetics is freaking amazing. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formulas not only highlight your best features, they actually improve your skin over time. All Thrive Cosmetic products are formulated without parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. Thrive Cosmetics never tests on animals. They're Leaping Bunny and PETA certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. So for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Women who are emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. Thrive Cosmetics also has a variety of sets available this holiday season, which are perfect for gifting or treating yourself. I'm currently obsessed with the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a cream to powder highlighter eyeshadow stick that brightens and opens eyes, giving you an instant lift. It's your new secret weapon for tricking others into thinking you've gotten a good night's sleep. This foolproof highlighter is extremely easy to apply and makes your eyes pop with the perfect wash of color and glow. It's also available in 13 universally flattering shimmering shades, which we love. Also the Defying Gravity Eye Lifting Cream is the holy grail eye cream that instantly lifts, tightens, and brightens the look of skin around your eyes while giving you line smoothing hydration. It's like beauty sleep in a bottle. And honestly, the bottle is so cool. You kind of lift it up, twist it, and it kind of pops up. It feels very fancy and very fun. Honestly, I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best that I've ever used and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do. Visit thrivecosmetics.com egram for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. So that's Thrive, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash e gram for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash e gram. Thank you Thrive Cosmetics for supporting the podcast. Okay, let's talk about what I'm into this week. So this week, what am I reading? 
I finally finished the book list, which means I finished the bookshelf. When I reevaluated what I had, I thought I had like six books left, but there were two of those were mine. Four of them were Obies. One of them is a book about like creation, which it was Obies, which is not part of the deal. I should give you some context here. I'm gonna back up for a second. If you don't know, my kind of New Year's resolution this year was to make sure that any book that was mine that I had purchased or had been gifted on the bookshelf was a book that I have read because there was just a ton of books on the bookshelf that I had purchased but never read, but I continued to purchase new books. And I felt like I just wanna get through the books I own before buying more books to read. So here were the rules. The rules were I have to read the book if I own it. I donate it if I don't wanna read it. So it does, I'm not obligated to read every book, but if I start reading it and I don't like it, I don't keep it, I donate it. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is I can read books of Obies if I want to, but I'm not obligated to. Rule number three, I had to make as we went because people send me their books a lot and I love that, but I didn't want to force myself to read those as they were coming in because it would make this process never end. So um, I don't have to read books that are sent to me, but I'm more than welcome to. So that being said, I got to the end, I was reading the book less, and then I had about six books that I wanted to read. Two of those belonged to me, four of those belonged to Obi. One of Obi's books was about creation and writing and being an artist. And I'm taking a break from reading books like that while I'm writing. I find that it's very discouraging at times and can make me kind of get into my head and second guess myself and doubt myself, which makes it really hard to write. So until I'm done writing this book, I'm gonna not read that one. Another one was a Steinbeck book that I would like to read at some point, but I'm just not gonna force myself to read before the end of the year. And then I had my two books that were mine. One of those books I started reading, did not like. I can't remember which one, it, what it was, and I was trying to look at my donation pile, but Obi actually just cleaned that out. So I'm sorry, I don't remember what that book was. But the next book, y'all, was Henry Miller, Days in Cliche, Cliche, Cliche. Here's the thing, I used to love Henry Miller. I don't know, I have changed a lot, I guess, as I've gotten older. I used to love his book, his writing. I also, Anais Nin was one of my favorite authors. I've read like almost every one of her diaries. And then I, went in and tried to read this book. And y'all, it was so frustrating. The way he talked about women, the way he like sexualized women, the way that he degraded women. And I read like the half of the first chapter and was like, I can't do this. I'm not interested. This sucks. <laughs> so I donated it and hopefully no one else will read it. I don't know. I'm not interested. So that leaves me with one book that I still wanna read on the shelf, but technically I've finished my thing. Like my books I have either donated or read. The only book that I have left is one that my husband owns. I just wanna read it before the end of the year. So I'm going to start it today and it's Gentleman in Moscow. I haven't started it yet, so there's no review on it or no kind of feedback on it, but that's what's in the pipeline. That's where we're at with the reading journey. Technically we're done, but I'm not gonna celebrate until I finish Gentlemen in Moscow because that feels like my actual end point.
So that brings us to what I'm watching. So we started watching Star Trek The Next Generation this week. Obi had his booster. We tried to stagger them where I had my booster kind of off day and then he had his booster kind of off day. So during his booster recovery day, we started watching Star Trek The Next Generation and it is so cozy and it's been so fun to watch. I'd never seen it before. I never thought that I would watch it. Just never crossed my mind but Obi really wanted me to try it. It's so cozy somehow. Like, I don't know if it's the cheesiness of it or the way that there's not much music going on or the kind of this like low hum of the spaceship sound, but it's probably gonna be like our winter show. Like it's so cozy, so comforting. I don't know, really into it. My small joy from this week is definitely that small kind of like ice cream bowl that I'm using for a coffee cup that I got from Target. Also, we've recently really gotten into decaf hazelnut coffee in the evenings as like a special treat. And it's so fun. We bought like a pre-ground bag of coffee from Target decaf hazelnut light roast. And we just put it in our French press. And it reminds me so much of that conversation we were having last week about how sometimes you go to the other extremes, like you get really into specialty coffee, but then like, as you've been doing that for a long time and you get so into it, you kind of get to the other side of that and you start to really appreciate the simple stuff and the kind of technically not as good stuff, like technically flavored coffees, like not as good or decaf coffee. I mean, I don't know if decaf, you can say that, but like pre-ground coffee, all of that old pre-ground coffee with hazelnut flavoring is not good coffee technically, but it is good coffee to us because it's making me really happy right now. That's been one thing we're really into. What I am learning is I am again relearning the lesson that I can't prevent things from happening that are out of my control. All I can do is control myself, be 100% who I wanna be in relationships and in work, and if things don't go as I hope they will, then I can handle that when the situation arises, but the stress and the overwork that we do in trying to prevent loss of connection or potential failure, that is not my job. It's not my job to work my tail off or neglect my needs to prevent things from happening that I don't want to happen. All that I can do is the best that I can do in this moment and let that be enough every time. And process updates when it comes to this particular book. So here's the lay of the land. I'm a bit behind. I had a serious case of senioritis this week. I just like that feeling of like, I don't wanna show up because it kind of doesn't feel real. Like this week feels like a holiday and I just like, didn't, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to work with Thanksgiving and the booster. I just felt like I had nothing to give. I also really resented my routine. Like I just, the idea of like, I don't want to wake up at 6am. I don't want to wake up at 6am and journal and then do yoga and then have coffee with my partner and then make breakfast and then clean up. Like didn't want to do any of that. That stuff though is really good for me. It puts me in a really good mental space. Definitely helps me to write more, but I wanted a break. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want my self-care to feel like work. So I didn't do it. I took the week off. I let myself feel free. 
I was meant to write chapter seven this past week, but I really just finished up chapter six. So it's put me about a week off from my goal, which is actually totally okay because my goal was extremely padded. Like I, you know, I should be done-ish with the book in about two or three weeks where it's not due until mid-January. So we're very comfortable and cozy here with this. But I do know that I'm traveling next week, the holidays are coming up, so I do need to buckle down this week and really focus, get back on my, my routine, get back in line with what I need to do. The plan this week again is to write chapter seven in the mornings, edit and do other work in the afternoons. Again, other work being holiday merch as well as navigating the visuals of the book. I need to decide how I want the book to look on the inside, what artwork I'm going to need, if I'm going to hire a graphic designer to do that artwork, if I'm going to ask my husband to illustrate. I need to know that stuff so that I can get that stuff done. And I am kind of in a state of indecision about it. And finally, I am also second guessing the overall kind of layout and structure of the book itself. I want to make it easy to understand. So for, if you have never heard of the Enneagram, you pick this book up, I want it to make sense to you. I want you to have kind of a lay of the land, but I also want it to be a clear compilation of poems and essays and not an informational book. So I do want to structure it in a way that makes sense, but also doesn't distract from the essence of the book itself. So that's a little bit of a, a rework I want to figure out this week as well. All right, friends. So that's what's going on this week. As a reminder, if you enjoy behind the scenes episodes or just vlogging in general and aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you may be interested in that because starting Wednesday, I will be vlogging every single day until Christmas. So you'll be with me day to day in my life until the holidays. I think that's so fun. And I would love to have you join me. If you do subscribe, I've noticed some new subscribers recently. I think we got like a thousand new subscribers pretty rapidly. And I would like to know that you're there. So just say hi, comment on the latest video. Just say, hey, I'm new. I came from the podcast. I would love to get a sense of who you are. And finally, I cannot wait to check back in with you next week. It's an absolute joy to keep in touch with you this way, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.